Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. to the blowhole on Finsider Radio. This week, you have such, such joy to be able to listen to Robcast and I, James Radio, pontificate about a new bright future that awaits your Miami Dolphins, and it starts this Sunday at home against the Los Angeles Rams. It is Tua Tagovailoa's first start as a Miami Dolphin. How excited are you for Sunday, Rob? Uh, it, I, it, yeah, I'm, um, it actually, I'm a little nauseous. That's how excited I am. It's actually making me feel a little queasy because I'm so much anxiety and so much excitement and I can't wait for it to be upon me. I want to see it with my eyeballs. Same. Yeah, I, I, I really am excited. Um, you know, we talked last week as, you know, it was a bye week, so we were kind of talking about the big move from Fitz to Tua. Um, you know, we, we both, both of us are, are, unapologetic, gigantic Ryan Fitzpatrick fans. Um, you know, hate to see the way, you know, it kind of went down, but we we're both very, very excited for, for two a time. And uh, boy, we're, we're, we're definitely hoping for the best on Sunday. This is a lot earlier than I thought, but all of the press clippings this week, uh, I mean, obviously the, I mean, not, not obviously, because sometimes, you know, teammates don't don't tow the company line, but all of the feedback has been extremely positive about the way he carries himself, his performance, his preparation, his talent, his skill level. It's, um, it's everybody a, seems to say he's ready to go and they're excited to see it. It's um, actually a little crazy how much positive buzz there is considering how beloved Fitzpatrick was. This is not like, right. this is not like, you know, we're getting rid of Jay Cutler or something and replacing him. And everyone's like, finally, everyone would have, if it was like, Hey, we're sticking with Fitz. These guys would be like, awesome. I love Fitz. So the fact that they love Fitz and they're cool and they're super excited and they're watching to a, in practice every day. So the fact that they're super excited to, 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 to release him to, to go over to it, I, I, you know, that's just, it just makes me excited. I have, I have delusions yeah. of grandeur. I'm just saying it right now. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Like at, at first, like, like early on in the week and, and last week when I started seeing the, you know, the original comments and I was just like, ah, well, of course they're going to say that. Like, what else are they going to say? But it, it doesn't feel like that. It feels, it feels genuine. Um, you know, I, like I said, I, I know this was a, a ridiculously short clip of something to post but you know a couple weeks ago i posted uh, on our on our twitter account uh at tblowhole on twitter.com uh you know uh some leaked camp footage or practice footage of him throwing in, in practice and he looked amazing i mean granted like i said it was only like a 30 second clip but i mean 
the, the throws are, you know, and we saw a little bit of it uh, at the end of the Jets game. Granted, it's, you know, the sample size is ridiculous and it has no bearing on whether or not he's actually going to be successful. But those throws were on the money, and that's what he's supposed to – that's what he is supposed to be. He's supposed to be an extremely accurate quarterback that leads receivers and, and you know, is supposed to hit them in stride and and read defense as well, and that's what I'm I'm excited to see. I mean, that those are not – really fits his strong points. So. I don't I don't want to I don't want to give into hyperbole, but um I actually had a thought that I'm like what if he doesn't have an incomplete pass for the season? <laughs> Is that hyperbole? Cuz yeah, somebody might drop one. So so maybe like a 97% completion percentage. Maybe that's what I think I'm uh, looking for. Well, let's not jinx it, Rob. We can help, right? 97% that's the baseline we're going to use for yeah. this. Anything below 97% is a is a failure. It would, well, it would be shocking. It, it, I mean, I wouldn't call it a failure, but it would be shocking. Definitely shocking. I would be shocked. So, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say. So, I want to talk a little bit about what we expect to see against the Rams on Sunday. So, so the opponent coming in is, is the, the Los Angeles Rams. They are now, they are five and two. Uh, they've beaten the entire NFC East, which is not saying much, but they did dismantle the Chicago bears on Monday night football. So it is a short week for them coming across over to the East coast. That does play to our advantage. It's also the first time they're seeing to us. So there's no, there's no tape for them to scheme for uh, from what it sounds like the, the dolphins did change their offense quite a bit to cater to Tua being a left-handed quarterback. So they're going to get a lot of new looks. Rob, one of the things I was reading, I don't know if you read it. I know you will appreciate this. There's, there's supposed to be a lot more emotion. Um, nice. So uh, I think, I think that should uh, play well for the Dolphins. So I think the Rams will be caught off guard a little bit. And I think that does play to our, another thing that plays to our advantage. So one uh, are a very good football team. One, there they, was one, one piece of information just, just to kind of tack on to what you were saying about how they had to, uh, you know, kind of switch the offense around a little bit because of Tua being lefty. I I don't think – I didn't mention this last week, and, and maybe everyone probably realizes it, but I think that that's probably – that's the reason why this team was always going to make the switch at the bye, no matter when the bye was. Because it's – it's it's you're not just switching quarterbacks. You you have to flip your, your, your whole offense. scheme over – to, to deal with the left-handed side. And that's not something you want to do in a short, you know, in a normal week if you don't have to. So that makes even more sense of why, like, it didn't matter how Fitz was going, wherever our buy lines up, that's the, those are the two weeks we're going to flip this offense over and give it to Tua. Right. Because, and a, and a main point of this season, and we've talked about this ad nauseum this, this year on the blowhole is we have to, we have to know if Tua is good. Like we can't, like one way or another, we got to find out. Oh, so, I already know. He's good. <laughs> uh, so with the Rams coming to town, uh, look, look, I want to highlight their defense, uh, I, which I think, I mean, their offense is good. They have some some great playmakers on the offensive side of the ball, but I, I believe their strength lies on their defense. We kind of saw that on Monday night football, what they did. I there. watched that Monday I, night football game with only because we were going to be facing them. Like I had right. no desire to watch that game. And yeah, the Bears are it. the worst. I mean, they the worst previously five and one football team I've ever seen. Now they're five and two, and now they're the worst five and two football team I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, the uh, the the Rams defense is is anchored by Aaron Donald up front, who is the best defensive lineman in the NFL. 
Uh, we're going to have a hard time, uh, I think, controlling and containing him. Hopefully, he might be the best football player in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, too, is able to, uh, you know, to escape and, and move around a little bit in the pocket. Supposed to be one of his strengths. So we'll get to see that. Um, they also have uh, another edge rusher, uh, Leonard Floyd, who was a cast off from the Chicago Bears, who's uh, starting to excel uh, in this this Rams defense. I mean, playing opposite Aaron Donald is uh, always going to make things easier for him. He's just facing you know single single team blocks, uh, which he's been able to beat quite a bit this year. Um, and then in the secondary, they're they're anchored or highlighted by Jalen Ramsey, who's. Uh, Behind Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, the uh, the best cornerback in the NFL, um, so he'll most likely be locked up with with uh, Devontae Parker all afternoon. So that should be a good fun matchup to watch. Hopefully Parker is up to the challenge, and his uh, hamstring and is it groin, both of those things are are healed. Um, so we should uh, that should be a good battle. Um, but yeah, it's a good defense that that the Rams have. They don't. It's not an exotic defense. So that's that's one of the things that might play. Uh, again, to our favor, it's they're not. They shouldn't give Tua a lot of looks that he isn't familiar with. There's a lot of tape on this Rams defense now. Um, doesn't mean that they're going to be easy to beat, but uh, you know they don't. They don't do a lot of uh, you know crazy shifts or crazy formations. It's pretty standard. Uh, you know the the defense that they run. Um, they're just very very disciplined and very very talented. So yeah. One of one of the things while watching that, you're watching that pass rush destroy you know, Chicago, but I'm also watching that and I'm thinking, why are, why are they not doing short passes? Why is he trying to throw these bombs and sitting back there when he doesn't have time? And it was funny that actually came out later, like Foles complaining about the play calling saying, I don't have time to throw, you know, to make the, the complete the plays that they're calling. So I don't think we will have that issue. Right. I mean, I'm not saying we won't throw deep, but I'm saying the, the plan will definitely be to for Tua to make his quick reads, make his accurate throws and get that ball out of his hand quick. And hopefully that helps, you know, protect him from getting eaten alive yes. by Aaron Donald. Yeah. So our offensive line is at least by, based off the performance thus far, much better than the Chicago bears offensive line this year. Um, our running backs are uh, better than their running backs, but they didn't have Tariq Coleman or Cohen, so um, so they didn't have him. And then they do have Allen Robinson as a wide receiver, who's a very very good wide receiver. But outside of that, I mean, they have the the ghost of Jimmy Graham at tight end, and Miller's a decent wide receiver, and Robinson's a great wide receiver. He's, he Robinson is a great one. That's he, their like I said, that that is their one. He's their one never offense, but they had you know Jalen Ramsey able to cancel him out. And then, um, you know, Foles is a is a good quarterback. But I, I think if you look at our offense versus the Bears offense, I think we're head and shoulders above that unit as, as yes. an offense, even, you know, with a quarterback that we've never seen. Um, as a, but, as a know, side note. No is going to be great. So <laughs> one of one of the saddest one of the saddest things to look at is the slew of quarterbacks that have Allen Robinson has had throwing him the ball from like Bortles to Drabisky to Foles. It's just like, it's, it's a murderer's row of, of terrible fantasy murderers <laughs> <laughs> and football season Agreed. murderers. <laughs> Agreed there. So I, I actually like the matchup. I think there are a lot of things playing in the Dolphins favor going into Sunday, uh, coming off the bye having time to retool the offense, going to be throwing a whole new offense at a defense that has not seen it. Team coming across country on a short week into the Miami heat. Um, 
I, I like it. I, I like it a lot. I think our, you know, our defense is playing very well. There's something that I definitely want to talk about as we, you know, as after, after predictions involving our defense specifically. Um, but, you know, I, I think our defense matches up pretty well with their offense. So the Rams run a lot of motion. Uh, they have three good wide receivers. They have two very good running backs and they have a good offensive line and a good quarterback. So it's going two, to be a challenge. Two good tight ends as well. That, yes, correct. Yeah. Their, their tight ends are good. They're, no, not a no superstars per se, but all very you know all plus players on on the offensive side of the ball. So they're a good team. I mean, you know, they're it's it's going to be hard to stop them. I don't think you know I don't think we dominate them by any stretch of the imagination on on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but uh, I do think this is a game the Dolphins can win. So my prediction is going to be Miami twenty seven, Los Angeles seventeen. Oh, I thought you were go. I thought you were the guy who goes against them now. Um, <laughs> well, the first time it worked when you uh, when we beat the. Uh, I picked I I picked them to to beat the Jets big. I think that yeah, was a, I know. Shock. So, so to me, honestly, the biggest the 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 factor in this game is is you know will the real Jared Goff please stand up? Which which Jared Goff are, are will show up because he's been awful and great this season depending so hopefully we get awful jared goff and in which case i think you know we might be able to run away with this if we get very if we get good jared goff well we might lose this game um but we won't lose this game everybody i love i love i love that everyone is on the rams but yet the line is not that big it's only like actually i I don't i have to see what it is but last i saw it was only like three Right? Yeah, it's three. I saw it was when I saw it it was four. Right now it's a three. Yep. Right now it's a three, and that, this is still like this is what are they five and two the the Rams? Correct or, with four wins against the NFC East. Oh, that's true. I got that. So, so what did you say? Twenty seven seventeen. I did. I'm gonna go twenty eight twenty one. Dolphins. Ooh, all touchdowns. All, all right. touchdowns. Well, you never know. You can get there all kinds of ways. <laughs> okay. All right. So we both we both think the Dolphins win this in Tua's first start. I mean, obviously we're both <laughs> extremely optimistic here, but I, mean, I in reality Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say in reality, this is probably like more of a coin flip, like even maybe even like forty percent chance of winning, but there's no way I'm not letting this excitement just bubble over and Correct. make me the optimist and go against them. Yeah. So g- getting back to your golf point, um, you know, he, he reminds me quite a bit of, of Ryan Tannehill. Um, if, if the Dolphins are able to, you know, to, to cover their, their receivers well and, and not give them space and we're able to get pressure on him, you know, that's, you know, that's, you, you'd mentioned the good golf and the bad golf. That's kind of what it's, what it's always been like for, for watching Tannehill, right? If his wide receivers aren't able to get separation, he's not able to hit them. And if he's under pressure, he's, you know, he's, he might as well be dead. So if, if that's the, if we can do that to them, and I I think we can, because I think we match up really well, especially with the way that our corners have been playing lately. I think we match up really, really well with this team. Now their wide receivers, Cooper cup, Robert Woods, uh, Justin Reynolds, uh, our solid wide receivers, their tight ends, as you mentioned, uh, Everett and, uh, and Higby. Um, are, are good tight ends. I think with the secondary that we have, 
including our safeties that aren't really safeties. I, I think we can cover them. Um, you know, and I think we can get pressure. I think with the way that the defense has been playing, they're starting to get healthy. Is Lawson back this week? Uh, I do not know. Even if he's not, Ogba and um, and Van Noy and I don't know if Van Ginkle's back or not, but we've been we've been Van able Ginkle, to Van Ginkle practice fully, pretty consistently. And, and against the forty, the Forty Niners have a very very a plus offensive line, and we were able to get pressure consistently on that team. Um, I, I think I, I think we should be able. I mean, obviously we were getting pressure consistently on the Jets. The Jets are terrible. Um, but I think even against the, the the Seahawks have a good offensive line. We were able to get pressure on Russell Wilson in that game. Um, we did not have Byron Jones in that game. You know, so I think the way the defense is set up right now, getting healthy with, you know, an NFL front seven, which they did not have last year, they're they're able to get pressure and they're able to cover. I just, I like the matchup a lot. I think we're going to see the bad Jared Goff on Sunday, given those factors. Um, do you tend to agree with that? Yes, no, I do. I do think and 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 you know, not to not to you you know, you already made the point, but they're also a short week flying across. And that was a that was a that was a pretty uh physical game that they played against the Bears too. So um I yeah, yeah the I'm, Bears as bad as the Bears are on offense, they're that good on defense. That you know, their their only touchdown they got on Monday night was a defensive touchdown. You know, they held the Rams pretty much in check. Um, I, I think we actually have a, you know, I, I mean, we run different schemes, but our, um, you know, our, we don't have, and we don't have Khalil Mack, but we have, you know, pretty good guys up front on the, in our front seven, but our, our secondary is better than their secondary and their, their front seven might be a little better than our front seven. But, um, you know, I think, I think we're, we're a very, I think our defense is that caliber of defense. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, they're also now have enough games under their belts where they're they're actually getting to play with scheme, right? It's not like, well, all we practiced was man, so we're going to do man all day against the Bills, no matter what happens, you know. And like, we're right. going to start to bring in the zones and mix in the zones and the mans and and mix up the looks so you can confuse, so you can, uh, you know, maybe cause some extra, cause Goff to make some mistakes. That is an excellent segue into my next point before we go to break. Um, so I'm sure all of you saw the trade rumors or the, the rumor on Howard this week. Um, I, I don't know about you, Rob, but that made me, it, it almost made me sick to my stomach. Like I was, I was that frustrated by, by seeing those things. Um, part of the reason we're able to do those things. And part of the reason we're seeing such a, you know, a Renaissance on defense is the fact that Howard and Jones are on either side and you're now able to play man and zone and you can, you know, switch coverages at will and those guys are all world corners and Howard is now you know we're seeing what he can do when he's healthy he's leading the NFL in interceptions um he's is he expensive absolutely is there any reason at all to trade this guy none whatsoever that is why you emptied your you emptied your bankroll last year to have all this cap space to be able to spend money on guys like Howard and Jones to have a defined strength on your team Trading him makes absolutely zero sense. If this was last year and, you know, maybe like maybe, but we are moving forward. Trading him is like just going back into like rebuild mode again. I'm sorry. Ignogony is not a replacement for him. Igbenogony. Just not like that's not 
that can't okay. happen. Like we need him. All right. Can I reel you in for a second? Yes. So, um, one, I, I can't get Howard Jones songs from the eighties out of my head. Cause you kept put, <laughs> mentioning Howard Jones together like that. And now I'm just like, uh, I got that, those 80 songs stuck in my head. One, I feel like I, I don't disagree. I do not want any, I do not want them to trade X. But I feel like you have a little bit of PTSD from the from from the Minka trade like exploding in you a little bit, and you're 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 taking it harder than what a trade rumor is. They're rumors. What I it feels like people were calling and asking. I'm not. I don't didn't see. I, nothing I read made it seem like the Dolphins were openly shopping him. It seemed like somebody some people called. And if the one thing we know this 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 front office is going to do is if you call, they're going to listen because somebody might. You know, unfortunately, pour one out for Bill O'Brien because we're not going to get he's not going to call up and and give you way too much for Tunsil. Right. We didn't want to trade Tunsil. We would have been happy with him being on the on that offensive line. But when you get offered a crazy deal. So they're answering the phone. If somebody's going to is if somebody's going to bowl you over for Zavin, you have to consider it. But I don't think they're looking to move on. And I hope they don't. And I don't think they will. So I think you can relax a little bit, maybe take a deep breath. And uh, and and don't blow, bro. Don't don't die of a heart attack before you get to see two a play a full game. Two ones and two twos would be, I think, would be sufficient for Xavier and Howard. Would you agree with that? Um, I would take it. <laughs> you yeah. Know, yeah. And yeah, we we don't really we're not looking for picks at this point, so it's not like yeah we you know we have our our trove of picks, but you, it's hard to pass that up. All right. So with that, we both hope that uh, that Howard stays. I mean, it's 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 clear how much better this team is when he's healthy and Jones is healthy and they're playing together. Um, really, you know, really hoping, and they're both young too. So, and they have tons of cap space. So there's there's really no reason to get rid of to get rid of him in in my estimation. But like like you said, and uh, and thanks for reeling me in a little bit there. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, two ones and two twos. Like I, I could I could. If someone makes that sort of offer, that makes sense. All right. That brings us to our first break. When we come back, we will do our uh, picks for the week. And uh, I don't know. We're not going to explore the uh, the, the uh, statistical forecasting this week because uh, we'll, we'll wait for the quarter to be over. But, um, yeah, we'll just we'll do some picks and we'll, we'll talk about uh, how this plays into the Dolphins and, and our, our second favorite team, the Texans. So the, please, uh, our, sorry, the second favorite team are the Texans' opponents. <laughs> Correct. That's what I meant. That's right. Thank you, Rob. Stay tuned. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. 
Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. So uh, during the break, we did happen to look at the injury report. Everybody was, uh, all the guys we were talking about were full participants. So Shaq Lawson, Van Ginkle, Van Noy, all will be back and healthy, which is good. Uh, McCain and Parker were limited in practice, but I think Parker's just going to be, he seems to be reverting back to the, the oft injured Devonte Parker. We all remember but, but playing um, through it now. So let's give him some, give him some credit. Um, he doesn't look quite the same as he looked last year, but you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see. Hopefully he'll uh, bounce back and start having some of those monster games that he, that he showered us with last year. Um, Outside of that, uh, I, I think we're we're in pretty good shape going into the game on Sunday from a from a health standpoint. So, um, did we? I forget. Did we did pick games uh, during our our well, bye week? We correct? did, and you went back to your two for one ways. Uh, so ah. you picked the Saints, who did not cover. Yeah. Um, you picked the Steelers, who almost should have lost, but also weirdly dominated the game yeah. <laughs> in a weird way and they they dominated and it almost went to overtime and then the bad pick of the of the day for me was the the 49ers i don't remember who they were playing but i feel like that two and a half was more like 20 oh that was the patriots oh yeah that's right <laughs> how do you not remember oh. i remember now yeah yeah so that was that was a fun game to watch i remember uh, when i picked that i'm like i'm fine with this because i'm I'll, i'm actually happier to lose the pick than i am to to win the, you know yeah so that's that'll that's actually something to cover a little bit we didn't we didn't touch on it in the first segment so um i i watched pretty much all of that game because i i loved every every second of it um I think, you know, if you remember correctly, I, I believe after the after our week one loss to them, I said, as soon as somebody forces him to pass and they have all the tape on that offense, I think they're going to be, I think the Patriots are going to be in trouble. And I don't know how much of that game you watched, but Cam Newton cannot throw the football. I mean, uh, well, yeah, the last two weeks have shown that. I mean, it's odd because he did, he did, Throw it well against Seattle. Now Seattle's the worst pass defense in the league. So what happened there was they had they had seen and I watched a lot of that game as well. It was the the Sunday night game that week. Was they there was no tape on the Patriots offense. So you know all they saw against the Dolphins was run. Literally just ran RPO and ran down our throats the entire afternoon. So. What ended up happening in the uh, the Seattle game was you had, you know, they spread them out a little bit and their wide receivers were running wide open, right? So now they, after those two weeks, everything had been exposed on that offense and you kind of are seeing what happens after that. You know, I, I believe they, they did win a game, another game after that, but they've been, they haven't looked the same. And Cam Newton was was clearly exposed in the the Broncos game, so talking to Patriots fans uh, that I have friends and family who are Patriots fans, their excuse for the Broncos game was they the team was unable to practice due to COVID. So they uh, so that's so they that's why they looked so terrible. Um, but then the uh, the Forty ers who are you know who are a very good football team still, um, but are ravaged by injuries. But they're you know a good defense and now has tape on the Patriots. And just watching that game, they are. Cam Newton is is not able to throw the football. So you um, don't 
receivers are anywhere close to covered. And you don't think his getting over COVID has anything to do with his poor play since he did get it in between? I had also heard that excuse from the, uh, well, the Patriots. It's, I mean, and, it's it's a true fact. Do you do you think it 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 works in at all? Because he was throw because he did throw the ball well against Seattle. If that is the case, why is he playing? Have you seen the other two guys play football? I'm, I, I, the guy can't throw. So I mean, if I mean, like, if he's if it's because he's not able, you know, because he hasn't healed fully from COVID. I don't think it is that. By the way, I was just bringing. I it don't up think so I've either. Heard. Like he's, I mean, it's, he's a month out now. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I haven't had COVID, and I don't want to. I don't want to pontificate about the the virus. <laughs> like that's not that's not what this is about. But um, yeah, I mean, if if he's still feeling those effects and the other two guys, you know, are able to throw the football, like you have to play the other two. Like there's just, I mean, they're, they're, I that think, was terrible. I like, just think, yeah, so I, great. I think <laughs> but, the, the Pats finally, finally just let to, had too much talent leave. And a lot of it, you know, they had, I think more people opting out due to COVID than, than any other team, or if not, they're in the top bunch of it. So between them always letting people leave and being able to replace them somehow, even though they draft poorly, it looks yeah. like that's finally caught up because there's just not enough talent. And it looks like Edelman's missing some time, if not a lot of the year. He had surgery, I thought I saw. So so they're in they're in they're in trouble. Yeah, like real real trouble. Which uh, sucks because because so- like that's all that we need is they end up with Trevor Lawrence. Like you were worried about him, go, you got him worried about him going to the Jets. Well, he's, if they end up, he ends up in New England. I'm I'm moving the Dolphins. I'm physically moving them to another division. They, they that won't happen. I'm going to go on record right now and say that that's not happening. So anyway, um, but yes, great to see, great to see the 49ers just pummel them, uh, and they really did. And it's not, and like the 49ers have been just you know decimated by injuries as well. I, just watching that game too, they had you know it seems like they just pick running backs off the street and they just dominate people. So they had you know that that Wilson guy came in, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. and just ran all over the Patriots and then he broke his ankle, so now he's out for the year. So they're down. I, they got to find another guy off the street. Well, they're like. actually they're getting well Tevin Coleman. They're getting Tevin Coleman back. They still have McKinnon, who for some reason they didn't use him. So they still have a thousand running he's a backs. Pace guy. He doesn't like that. Like what I love about the 49ers offense is they they just have so many different looks. And they the motion they run. I mean, they get the ball to the wide receivers on rushing plays. They get the ball to Kittle on rushing plays. Oh I mean, they're God. just uh, you live in San Francisco for a few months, and and this is already talking turning into the 49er hole. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I'll <laughs> I'll get away from that. But I, they're they're a, it's a fun offense to watch. Like, no, I they're a good team. Was, I just love watching them crush. My the favorite thing about them being a good team and crushing the Patriots is that we destroyed them, like like annihilated them. 100%. Yes, that makes it even more enjoyable. So, <laughs> all right, so let's get to the picks. So um, we're, we're recording on Friday, so we missed the Thursday night game. Last night, the Atlanta Falcons defeated the Carolina Panthers, which is actually good news for us. That makes that Texans draft pick uh, even higher right now. And um, we so both that, would have picked the game wrong. Yeah, probably. I probably would have taken Carolina. Okay. So uh, first game on the docket is the Indianapolis Colts uh, favored by two and a half on the road. So they're giving the Detroit Lions two and a half points. I like the Colts. I yeah, I was looking. I'm like, we're going to we're going to have we're going to have a game right here because there's the Colts are better. The Lions aren't. You know, I have my weird love for the Lions, but it's this is more of a 
I don't trust Philip Rivers. Like he's not been playing well. I know the Colts have that run game. I know they have that defense. But I just I don't know. I feel like everybody's just Colts, Colts, Colts. I'm going Lions. I'm going contrarian. Sounds good. I mean, you know, the Lions coming off that uh, another fourth quarter collapse by the Falcons. But the Falcons did hold on to win the game last night. So congratulations, Atlanta there. But uh, boy, that uh, that Todd Gurley play. My goodness. Did you see that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to, you know, your, your whole life you're going for and even tried to not. But. Again, it's, yeah. so bizarre. Just a, just a very bizarre ending to that game. But anyway, Amazing. and uh, Atlanta blows another fourth quarter lead. But then they came back this week to beat the uh, the Panthers on the short week. So, all right, you got Detroit. I got Indianapolis. Yep. Next one is the Las Vegas Raiders getting two and a half points on the road at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, this should be a good actually. So this one's going to be interesting. I'm sure most people like the weather. There's a good chance this is going to be nasty weather, high winds, and and maybe some. Some rain and both teams and are excellent, uh, excellent on the ground. Yeah, I, I like the Raiders. I don't like betting this game. I don't. There's, there's too many. Both yeah. of those teams are very good against bad teams, and they usually come up short. I think the Raiders are a little better. Like I feel like their losses, like the Bucks, they were in that game. Um, the Pats game was a weird one. Uh, that was the other game. The Pats won. Yeah. That's right. And the Browns are just weird. Although, what do you make of and and maybe it's just the fluke of the game of Mayfield coming alive with when Beckham went out? That's just I think that's just them playing the Bengals. Um, I he oddly yeah. plays better when he doesn't have Odell Beckham Jr. That makes no sense. That is true. I yeah that that is true. Um, I I don't know. I give me give me the Raiders. I. I mean, I've been I've been picking the Browns a lot this year, but I, I just I I'm think not the Raiders taking, are the best. Hey, I'm team. not taking the Browns. Okay. Uh, next one is Minnesota Vikings plus six at the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Packers on this one. Absolutely, I'm. The uh, Packers thrive on terrible teams. They will. They should dominate them. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Vikings team is. I'm glad I don't root for them. They've got players. Here I we like. go. <laughs> We will, I think we'll finally, we will have an answer. The New England Patriots plus three and a half at the Buffalo Bills. I toyed with the idea of taking the Pats here just with the Belichick, like maybe saving it for this, but, but, and again, he owns Allen like he, he, I, he does, yeah. but this is not, this is not the Patriots. I don't, anymore. I don't think, I don't think I agree. I don't, I can't do it. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm believing in ghosts, like trying to say, uh, the maybe the ones that Sam Darnold uh, keeps seeing. I, yeah, I mean, I th- their defense would be good if they had some semblance of an offense. Like, I believe that the defense they have out there would still be, you know, a top tier defense. But they can't be a top tier defense when their offense is going three and out every single time. I wouldn't be surprised to see New England figure something out and do something here. But they've bitten me in picks the last few weeks that, and I've gone against the Bills a bunch. Uh, so I, but I can't, I can't. That's that's yeah. I don't think the I don't think the Patriots get blown out like they did last weekend. I think this is a closer game. It's like a like a nineteen fourteen type game, but uh, but yeah, I like the Bills. I wouldn't be surprised if these two teams are are the reason I'm four games behind you and pick them. So so I'm staying away from them. <laughs> hey, and and in fairness, the Bills almost lost to the Jets last week, so I, we didn't we True. didn't call that out. The, the they did cover that that game, and they were they were down for quite a quite a while. 
Yeah, if the the Jets uh, were able to maybe not kick field goals. <laughs> oh no, the Bills actually the Bills kicked all the field goals and and won anyway. Speak of the devil, the New York Jets getting almost twenty points going into Kansas City. Now there there's a chance they don't cover this just because all their backups are in in the fourth quarter and the Jets get within twenty. But I I'm still think taking the I, that line is insane. I think I think the Jets cover. Yeah, I'm not taking them. I don't care. I, I I'm not. Yeah. Are you making them your pick though because of that of that because I'm taking the Chiefs. You're taking the Chiefs to cover, and you're taking the Chiefs giving away 20 points. 20 That's almost points. Three touchdowns. Yes. Jesus. Because one, like one of yes. one, we'll see you we don't have to. Take we only have it. the one right now, right? Correct. There, there's the Chiefs are going to score. The Chiefs are going to be ahead. All right. We'll then come back either Darnold's going to be others. throwing the ball against that Chiefs defense, which is great when they have a lead, or Gase is still just going to run, you know, bubble screens and 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 draw. I, plays. I know what Gase is going to do. <laughs> I, I know. I know. All right. All right. Here's another good Pittsburgh game. Then. Steelers. Getting three and a half, the und- last undefeated team in the NFL, getting three and a half going into Baltimore. I'm taking the points in this one. I just see this one being a three-point game. If I can get three and a half, I'll take that. Also, yeah. they're coming out of the bye. Hope, you know, the Ravens need to figure something out offensively. They have not been the team we've expected. So, I'm again, not shocked, but I'm riding that Steelers team if I'm getting three and a half, you know, until yeah. I'm proven differently. Yeah, that's a lot to give to uh, the last undefeated team that just went in. They looked very impressive at the beginning of that Titans game. So yeah. I will, I will take the Steelers as well. Speak of the devil, the Tennessee Titans, favored by six, going into Cincinnati. Give me the Titans. The Bengals are terrible. They are, although they do like to cover. But um, I'm sticking with the Titans them myself. Los Angeles Chargers, three-point favorites going into Denver. I like the Chargers in this game. Hmm. Uh, kind of like the Broncos. Do it. All right. So you got the Chargers. The are an excellent. I know the Chiefs are an excellent football team, but they they really handed it to the Broncos. Yeah, but and uh, but they are a, a good football team. And right. also, and it was Chargers, snowing. I mean, I know you can't do, you can't look at common opponents for those sorts of I things. Know. But it was it was also snowing, and they scored defensively twi- two or three times. I think they might have, you know. So it was it was like everything went wrong. It was one of those. Just throw it out. You'll, Go ahead and pick the Broncos. That's fine. We need a game. You can take them. I took them. All right, I got the Chargers. You got the Broncos. Got it. Next, New Orleans Saints favored by five and a half at the Chicago Bears. Give oh. me the Saints. The Bears are terrible. The Saints are terrible. The Saints are not terrible. The Saints are terrible. I disagree. I think the Saints are good. <sighs> well, we might come back to that one. Michael Thomas coming back this week. Is the Saints, he? You know, they're starting to make their second, their, you know, that, that their early season troubles that they always have seem to be fading by the wayside. They're winning games. I just the Bears are not good. Give me the Saints. All right. 49ers getting two and a half going into Seattle. Uh, this is going to be a tough one for the Niners, I think. I like the Seahawks. I also like the Seahawks. Also coming off that loss for the Seahawks. Um, 
Dallas Cowboys getting almost 10 points going into Philadelphia. Philadelphia is bad, but I think. Oh, no. Philadelphia is nowhere near as bad as the Cowboys. I I I took the Cowboys. I took the Cowboys after their first, you know, against the Cardinals, thinking they, they would, like, bounce back after that weird, you know, but they're 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 in they're in disarray, totally taking the Eagles. Yeah, that's a, Mike McCarthy's a terrible coach. That was a bad hire. They went from they went from a bad coach or like a a very mediocre coach to a bad coach, and they, with the talent Come on, on that, now. they went from a bad coach to a bad coach. They he's worse. Like it's a downgrade. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to Garrett's a better coach than than McCarthy. Right, I I'm I I don't I mean that's like asking me if I'd rather be poked in my left eye or my right eye I I, I can't even <laughs> I don't know if I could make that I statement. Won a Super Bowl, I guess somehow. Um, I mean, it, this team looks very judging by the last Cowboys team and with that Garrett had and this Cowboys team that he has that looks to be true. But but I don't know if I'm willing to agree with your sentiment. Huh. <sighs> We both like the Eagles, so we're we're still at only two games, right? Yep, and we're not going to change here. Okay, well, you're, yeah, I'm not. Take, I'm taking the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, Bucks at Giants. Bucks minus eleven and a half. Um, Giants are bad. Bucks are good. So, the um, Bucks now, are, are. I the Bucks are a dark horse Super Bowl team. For there me now. is some Giants Brady going on though. Brady can't it can't beat the Giants. <laughs> Those were different Giants teams, my friend. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe it's not. All right, not. so let's go back. We had the the Saints. Do you want to do the Saints and the Bears, or do you want to do the uh... Chiefs and Jets? With uh, I took the one I wasn't so sure of. Maybe you should take the ones uh, you aren't so sure of. Well, both of these, I'm I'm. So you. Let's I'm talk. willing to give up Saints, 19 and a half. What? Saints Bears first. Okay. You Saints. I don't like the Saints very much, but I don't love the Bears. I just think that I think I could see the Bears defense keeping that close, but I could also see Foles giving that game away. But I'm not So you don't want the Bears. I I might want them, but I don't really want to take them. I want to take the Kansas City Chiefs and give you so you'd rather three have the touchdowns. Chiefs, the Chiefs minus three touchdowns. Yes, time. because that's almost that's way more fun. All right, fine. I don't want to take the Jets though. All right, all right. I, we have we need another game. So I'll, I'll tell you Jets. what. I'll give you an extra quarter point. <laughs> I'll give you nineteen point seven five points. Just make it twenty. Will you make it twenty? No. Because if I lose because of that, I'll be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me the Jets and my 19 and a half points. Oh, God. Famous last words. You might. You could easily cover that. All right. That does it for Pick'em this week. Uh, we're going to go to the break. When we come back, we will do our favorite segment of the show. Fantasy, Fantasy Camp. Tuned. And we're back. All right. It's time for Fantasy Camp. Awesome. So for those of you that are unfamiliar, Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp is a a fun game that Rob and I like to play where we draft 
fantasy football teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players. Uh, what previously was an exercise in futility has proven to be quite a bit of fun uh, over starting from the last couple of weeks last season into uh, the beginning of this season. Uh, I was enjoying quite a bit of success uh, dominating Rob. I believe I had won the first five. First five, and then Rob finally won going into the bye. So now we are here to start again. Last last time we, we met and played, I drafted first and chose Devontae Parker. So this week, that means Rob gets to go first. Which means I, he's always more injured when I pick him. Why is that? But I will That's take part. Pretty injured against the Jets. He didn't do me any any favors last That's time. True. Last time. Very true. All right. This is the this is the this is the turn. This is the this is when it gets interesting. This is when the game is won or lost. Did you take him? Yeah. Oh yeah. I took Parker. Okay. You took Parker. All right. Okay. I will take Preston Williams and. Miles Gaskin. Damn. Damn. That's that's what I wanted. All right. Damn. All right. So now there's still. Ooh. So I need a running back. And I need a wide receiver. So I will take. Grant and Brita. Grant and Brita. That means I will take Chiseki and Ford. And I will take um, Shaheen. Get the touchdowns. And uh, I guess I'll go with uh, who are we play in the Rams. Rams are gonna run the ball. I'll go. I'll go back to uh, uh, Baker. Baker, huh? All right. I'll go with. Um, hmm. Hmm. This will be interesting too because we have no idea who who two is going to favor if he's going to have like favorite receivers or not. Like I know we'll start to see. I part of me was thinking Brito is going to be sneaky because they might with the offense changing maybe maybe they go to like these these wide speed packages and you right. see a lot more Brito than than we have in the past. Um, my defensive player is going to be uh, I'll go Kyle Vannoy. All right. Yeah, because I mean. You see it all the time when the backup comes in. He he has more of a rapport for some of the lower depth chart wide receivers because they practice often. And all of a sudden, like maybe it's Ford or Grant or or Perry or somebody like that. You're not even thinking of one of the yeah one of the things I was reading about one of the, I don't know if you read the the Gusecki comments. Uh, his comments were were very very and he was very uh, Gusecki's very close to Ryan Fitzpatrick as well. Uh, but I I didn't know this Gusecki practices exclusively with the practice squad because he's like the the third string tight end on the depth chart. Um, so he's gotten a lot of work with, uh, with Tua on the, uh, you know, the, not the practice squad, the scout team 
Wait, so, Gasecki's the third considered the third string because they like to run with the other two guys in the first. In he doesn't first really packages? ever line up as a tight end. He oh, always right. he's always lined up as like a like a wide receiver. So he's that's it's, it's kind of sneaky. I mean, he gets you know he plays a lot, although he didn't play a lot in that Jets game, honestly. Um, but yeah, he does. He's not in on the 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 power sets. He's not in. So right. yeah, so he's he's gotten a lot of run with uh, with Tua. So they allegedly have a pretty good rapport. Well, that would be nice. It will be, yeah. Hopefully, it'd be nice to see him get. I, he's. I. I love when he's involved in the offense. The I feel like the offense is uh, a lot more dynamic when when he's in there. Um, but we shall see. We shall see, my friend. So, how are you feeling about your uh, your fantasy your fantasy camp team? You you excited? My fantasy camp team is tremendous. <laughs> I'm going with. <clears throat> I've got. Parker, oh no, this is terrible. Parker, Grant, Breida, Shaheen. Oh, what a mistake against Preston Williams. <laughs> well, Gaskins, see, I hope I, for, well, your team stinks too. Yeah. Well, these these are Miami Dolphins skill players. <laughs> We're good. So, yeah, we'll see. We shall see. So, um, new season of The Mandalorian kicks off today. I actually stayed up late and uh, and watched it last night. Um, it was phenomenal. Uh, the first episode was great. I won't spoil anything for anybody, um, but it was more of the same. The first season of The Mandalorian was fantastic. I'm uh, I splurged and spent way too much on a Mandalorian Halloween costume that I will be wearing tomorrow. Um, I've been wearing the helmet pretty much in all of my Zoom meetings for work. Um, it's been a hit. I have a nice little baby Yoda doll that really completes the ensemble. So. Uh, yeah, really excited for that. Rob, any uh, big plans for Halloween for you? No, I'm a grown man. Fair enough. I do. No. I have children. <laughs> I know. Even if I didn't, it wouldn't have anything to do with this. No, if I'm forced to don something, I will probably put on my ZZ Top costume from the <laughs> uh, from the Halloween show that we we videotaped uh, and submitted. Um, but no real plans. The neighborhood is is dark and scary, which you would think would be good for Halloween. But nobody, nobody even in non-pandemic times comes door to door down where I live. So um, I get to eat all the candy. <laughs> awesome. I did buy a, uh, a ridiculous amount of Halloween candy. I bought the full size bars this year. Nice. I figured since it's going to be a little bit of a different Halloween, might as well go full out. So, um, you know, reward the kids since it's not going to be the, the usual fun that they get to go to, you know, all the different houses. So we might as well make the candy that we do have very, very large in, in stature. Very nice. Yes. Um, are you, uh, have you started watching anything else? I did. I finished Raised by Wolves. I think we talked about that last time. Uh, I don't know if we talked about the ending. I heard some people a little disappointed by the ending. Did, how, where do you land just as far as satisfying to Disenchanted? I'm, I'm, I liked it. I, I think it, it leads into a, an interesting next season. Um, I thought, I, I think we touched on this last time. The, the show started out very, very strong. Right. Then it kind of slow, and then it got a little weird, and the ending kind of kept up with that weirdness. But at least I'm interested. It kept my interest. Um, it didn't. It didn't finish as strongly as it started, but I'll definitely watch the second season. Yeah, I haven't even watched the Borat movie yet. I just have not gotten into a uh, guy. Haven't I'm still mourning our the the Rays' loss in the World Series, and I'm getting there. But uh, I'll be getting there, getting to start watching shows again. 
Yeah, the the Borat movie was uh, was was good. I thought. I mean, it was. Yeah, it's a Borat it, movie. It's Borat. You know, it's entertaining. Um, don't want to talk about the <laughs> the Giuliani stuff just for the just Every, for the sake of getting <clears throat> everybody's but it was, seen it. It was entertaining. Um, and then yeah, the the Rays World Series was uh, was was heartbreaking. That was um, great season for the Rays. Very very proud of them. Understand that you know the the move that Cash made at the end there was just in in line with what they 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 normally typically do. Yeah, um, I hated seeing it, but I understand I it. It's not like that wasn't what cost us the game. I mean, I we didn't score runs, but yeah, you can, yeah exactly. You can't you got to score runs. They I mean once they once they they were just dominated by the the Dodgers bullpen in that game. It was it was maddening to watch, honestly. Like I, I thought they were gonna it looked like they were gonna get a couple runs in the first inning and then when they only got the one. The second yeah. inning too, I think they had guys on. And so it, it really they had they had the in the early on they had chances to build that lead and they did not. And that's that was their game right there. Yeah. It would have been I would have would I have liked to see Snell go until he gave up a run? Yes. I would have too. But yeah, you know, I, I get it. Like I like I said, um Cash is a fantastic manager. Snell even said it after the game. You know, uh, that's what I love about the team. You know, they're they're all bought into the system. I, I he was Snell was clearly upset, um, but you know, as he should have. I I have no problem with any of it. I wish the outcome would have been different. The Dodgers are just they're just a monster team. That team was incredibly incredibly talented. Our bullpen had no. It just it wasn't the same against them as it was kind of against everybody else. They were it, one of the best teams in the league before they added one of the two best players in the league. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was, you know, kudos to them. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really care about the Dodgers that much, but it was, you know, I guess nice to see Kershaw get a world series. I don't really care, but um, yeah, I mean, they were, they were a, a very, very talented team, um, you know, and hats off to the Rays. I think we're, I think we'll still be competitive, you know, moving forward. I think next year, you know, everybody's coming back. You know, full year of a Rosarena. Uh, if they can bring Morton back, obviously that's going to be a big deal. Uh, before, right before the podcast, we started recording. Uh, the Rays decided not to pick up his team option, which I think is a very stupid move. But I guess we'll see. They, they said they're hopeful to bring him back. And I, I don't want to get <clears throat> pick up the option. I agree. I don't know if we want to dig any deeper into into Rays off season moves for for this particular podcast. But that makes. A lot, of, even though this is the nonsense section, Ron. True, but I have a ridiculously embarrassing story to tell. It okay. happened just today. So this morning, I went over with my mail-in ballot. I, I made all my votes, and I walked it over to the polling place. So, you know, so the the early voting place, so I could drop it in because it's what I tend, it's what I've done for years. Um, and as I go. I'm going to hand it in and I'm kind of goofing around with the with the volunteers and I'm like, which way do I have to put the envelope in? Like this way or this way? You know, and I'm just being a jerk because that's what, you know, but a fun jerk. So I get so excited. I like when I throw it in, I do a little dance and I twist my ankle so <laughs> bad that I didn't fall, but like it hurts so bad. I'm a little literal nausea. Like I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to this, like I'm going into shock. My ankle is killing me. I could barely walk on it. It's starting to swell already. And all because I had to do a stupid little dance because I'm an idiot. Well, on that note, for anybody that's still listening to the show, 
<laughs> get out there and vote. Um, you know, do your do your civic duty and vote. Um, but yeah, and also uh, I think I, I doubt anyone is still listening to the podcast at this moment in time. But I guess if if you are, I'll, I'll throw some plugs in for the social media at tblowhole on twitter.com. Said that earlier, and then uh, the blowhole podcast on Instagram. Um, we've been we've been more active on social media this year. If you want to email us, it's uh, I don't remember the email address. Hold on, let me pull it up. The blowhole radio at gmail.com. Oh, you got it. You got it. Yeah, that's uh, the blowhole radio at gmail.com. Correct. Yes. So we want to be more, we want to try and get more interactive. So you can, we, I'm seeing more things happening on Twitter. So thank you guys. You know, our, our following is, is growing a little bit. We're posting more. Um, so uh, if you guys do want to interact with the show, um, you can email us, you can uh, DM us via Instagram or Twitter. Um, we're, we always respond. I, you know, there hasn't been a lot to respond to, but we do always respond. Will we uh, get a photo of you in your Halloween costume? Will you will, be uploading well, that? Yeah, I can do that. I, I will do that once I have the full thing on. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. I'm pretty happy. With it. So, anyway, uh, everybody, enjoy your Halloween. Have a fun and safe Halloween. Uh, more importantly, enjoy your time on Sunday. Uh, really be more exciting. I don't remember the last time. I'm with you. Let's go, Dolphins! Do a time! Do a time!